Hello world, welcome to Black Hipster, where we talk about black pop culture, gay pop culture, black gay pop culture, and sometimes other shit. Hope everyone is doing wonderful on this lovely, lovely, lovely Tuesday. I always wonder where everyone else is listening in from because, you know, we're here in New York in our own wonderful little bubble and, you know, New York has been going through so many things during COVID, but, you know, now... Um, now that we're officially in September, which is like crazy, Labor Day is upon us. And for most of us, that's like the unofficial, um, what is it? The unofficial end of summer. So it's really, really interesting to see how things are going to change once the seasons change and once we're not experiencing that 90 degree weather when we're not like in summer anymore, which I'm not looking forward to. I love me some summer. So I, I hope. Yeah, I hope things get better and I hope that, you know, the next couple of weeks will still be nice because I still want to go outside and enjoy outside eating, outdoor eating. Are you there? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, baby. How are you doing? Hello, hello. (laughs) Yeah, you're like you too. I know you've been a fan of the outdoor uh, eating as well. Well, I'm always a fan of outdoor eating. Um, I feel yeah. like me and you always want to eat outside. And then yeah. our respective, well, I don't know. I feel like Josh doesn't mind it. Al never wants to eat outside. And then we have a friend who also does not like to eat outside. But I thought <laughs> they didn't want to eat outside if it was too hot. What about if it's Yeah, like, that's mostly because yeah. it usually is hot in order for us <laughs> to eat outside in New York. So Yeah, we're and like, I, we'll take it. We'll take it. Let's just I, I, eat out. I mean, if it's like 98 degrees, then sure, I'll pass. But oh, yeah. we definitely yeah. were outside that one day Um, in, what was that, July? That must have been July. Um, uh-huh. We were outside, and it was so hot. Oh, really? <laughs> you were there. Remember that day when we went to look at the um the, the venue? Wedding oh and we yes, because it's all you can do is outside now, and yeah. it was just so hot. It that was day. really it, it poured rain. Poured, like, yeah. It's been literally. I I keep saying this, but I feel so awful for the restaurant owners. All they can do in New York is out outdoor dining. And even watching the news this morning, they confirmed that it's been a really rainy and really hot summer. Like the temperatures have been above average and it's been raining more than the usual. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. these poor guys, they just can't get a break. Yeah. Yeah, it really, because I think it rained yesterday. It rained in the middle of the night yesterday. And then on the day that we were supposed to get together, it said like rain all day, at least the two sources that I looked at. Oh, no, and it didn't rain at all. It didn't rain at all. But then the funny thing is I spoke to a friend, uh, Mark, I spoke to him and he's in the Bronx. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm stuck inside all day because it's raining. I'm like, really? It's not raining here. The sun is shining. People, I could look out my window. People were walking their dogs with their shorts on. He's like, it is. Are you serious? I'm like, yes, it is fine here. Totally, like, it. that's funny, too, how the weather be, can be completely different in two different places. So, yeah. And, but then, too, also, let's be real. I mean, for now, for, I mean, for the people who are listening for the Bronx, I'm like, Mark, where are you going to go in the Bronx? You got to go into the city. He lives, not, he lives close enough to the city in the Bronx that usually he does a lot of his, like, outdoor activities in Manhattan. Like, he'll walk. In, I mean, Mark's also obese, but he'll walk into Manhattan. So for him in that neighborhood, there aren't a lot of, like, restaurants, you know? Jeez. (laughs) Jeez. I I mean, you can still take the train. (laughs) That's true. That's true. He takes the bus. He's he's become a lover of the bus, which is, is, you know, which is something that he told me. I saw him over the weekend. 
So <laughs> that does not surprise me. <laughs> be a lover of the bus. I, I I don't mind the bus to some extent because I do like the idea of being above ground, especially when it is nice outside, right? Yeah. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just like you're on the train so much or for so long, it's like you come up. And you feel like a vampire, like the sun is going to boil your skin. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've yeah. forgotten that it's daytime outside. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't mind the bus so much, especially if it, it, it allows you to like still connect with people. You don't miss phone calls. That's you. true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still have to get used. I'm still not as familiar with the buses. Like I now know the one that's near our apartment, but um, like this, why don't I say it like that? Near our apartment. But uh, near the one that's uh, like the 63 or whatever. I know that one. But um, for most of the buses, I'm not that familiar with. And I'm like, I'm afraid I'm going to get on the bus and get lost. But the great thing about getting on the bus and it reroutes itself or goes in a different direction, you can get off. And then you can walk back. Where it's, it just seems so, it's not as nerve wracking. I think when I'm on the train, I had to go into the city on, what was it, Sunday to, to see Mark, meet him at Central Park, like near the, the Met. Girl, the trains were a mess. And then, so I had to like think about where I was going. And then when you're on the train, you're listening. And you know how it is when you're on the train and they make an announcement, you can't hear anything you can't in hear the car. Anything. It sounds like, like the, the monster. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. You're like, yep. You're the next yeah. thing you know, your train's now, go your D train's now going over to A line. Yeah. And you're like, J Street. And you're like, what? <laughs> And that's the worst thing too, because it's like, when, yeah, especially when, yeah, exactly what you're saying, when you're on a train that's traditionally more going on the east side and the middle of the city, and then it takes you to the west side. And you're like, what the hell is this? Then you have to think about how am I going to connect? What train am I going to get to? It doesn't even make sense to just walk, get off to the next station and just walk across town. It's the worst. I, it, I ended up in all over the world on Sunday. I didn't what? know what was going on. Because I was Why? trying to get there. because city long enough to know no, because, to get around. because I had to get I went to um I had to get up to the Met. So I'm thinking, okay, well let me just take it the four and the five. So when I got to Barclays, it that's what the directions told me to go. I should have looked oh, online. They yeah, told me to go no. when I got to Barclays, the four and the five was not running to Brooklyn. You, yeah, it definitely so was it, not gonna be yeah. Nope, so then it said take the Q, take the Q yeah. to Union Square. I took the Q to Union Square and then switched over to the four, five, and six. Took the Q to Union Square. It was not running. The four and five were not running at Union Square. So I had to get back on another train to go up. It was like, when I tell you, like, we're walking and everyone, like, everyone's rushing off the train to get, go over to the four or five, and then we all see the sign. We're like, really? Really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you take the queue all the way uptown and then just walk across? Oh, well, because. All the way up, up to, um, what's the, where's the main? The second. Yeah, it's like 82nd yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you could have just like get the, the 81st Street and yeah. then, or whatever that stop is, yeah. and then just walk the few avenues. Because, you know, I, on a nice day, it's not that bad. Well, I could have, but I was just like, let me just follow the direct. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, let me just not think about what I can do because I'm not sure if the queue is going all the way up. This is what the sign is telling me to switch over at Union's. I was like, and then also the 6th is a few avenues closer. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just do what it's saying. Let me not worry too much because this is the signs i'm believing what you're telling me and then i ended up having to take the cue and then have it i was like oh my <laughs> See, gosh that was your first problem was what? looking up how to get there and trusting that shit because you got to stay 10 steps ahead of these trains mm -hmm. See, i'm always scheming and scamming and trying to figure out what's <laughs> <laughs> the easiest route sometimes i'd have mapped out my route and then on my way i'm like oh wait wait a minute i could actually do this this and this yeah 
like two blocks closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, always. You you got to stay uh, ten steps ahead of the train. You also all have to know like always on the weekend the trains are jacked up, and yes. like you can't trust any trains at Barclays on on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like better believe that, and it's it's stopping at DeKalb. Like yeah, you cannot trust these trains on the weekend, child. And you no. the four and the five and the two and three are likely not running the Barclays on a weekend. Mm-mm. It was it was a mess, but um, you know, it, it worked out, and um, I, you know, I was only fifteen minutes late, you know, which is weird because Mark gets everywhere really early. But he got there fifteen minutes early before I got there, so I felt bad because I was going to be on time, and I'm like, Mark, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry, darling. I'm sorry, but uh, but I so also he waited like, thirty minutes. He waited thirty minutes for me to get there. Wow. But the good thing, everyone was on. This is probably the second time that I'm taking. I had to take the train or take in the train. I really had to since COVID and everyone had their mask on. Everyone, and Josh and I just had this conversation about kids because um, there was this incident on the, on the plane where this woman got kicked off because her, she, could, she wasn't putting a mask on her toddler, like her two-year-old didn't want to wear it or something. And mm-hmm. you know, I was telling him, I'm like, you can't make a two-year-old do certain things all the time. It's like, it depends on their mood. They do what they want to do. And, but then I was on the train, two two-year-olds, one, uh, one like Latino, the other one black, sitting across from each other. Both of them had that mask on. They definitely feel like they were like two, well behaved, yeah, just chilling, right. chilling. Yeah. <laughs> it's tricky, but it really does have a lot to to do with like your discipline uh-huh. and how well behaved your kid is. And yeah, if you raise a shitty kid, then no, they're not gonna listen to you. Yeah, you tell them to put on a mask. Like mm-hmm. I would imagine if they're like you know, 10 months old, then yeah, all bets are off. You can't even get them to keep their shoes on. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah, two-year-old, nah, two-year-old could wear a mask. Yeah, they couldn't, because I was... Two and over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it but it was you know that was my trip on on Sunday all over the city. But it was nice to that be in Manhattan. Was, that was only your second time riding the subway since COVID, like six months. No, no, I'm sorry. It's been I've written I've been on the subway at least maybe four times max, definitely. Four times only because I've been. I went to the dentist appointment, then I did this, and Josh and I went on the train two times. Um, after that, no, 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 and I went to Jasmine this one time. So three, no more than five. No more than five. I can count them. What? Because so, I'm trying to figure out if you're just taking lifts everywhere or if you're just not going anywhere. <laughs> no, I don't think we're going it anywhere. Feels cause, so sad. Because well, we've taken lifts, but no, really, I'm not going anywhere. Because um, Mark was like, you haven't been in Manhattan. It's like, well, I've only been in Manhattan. That was the second time I've been in Manhattan. He's like, why? Oh you? And I'm like, well, Mark, I'm like, well, I'm in Brooklyn. So it's like everything that I need, I have in Brooklyn. So it's just like, well, there's no need for me to go to Manhattan, especially I'm not taking the train in. And I go, you live in the Bronx. There's nothing in the Bronx. So you need to come to Manhattan to do it, to well, do anything that's extra. not true, but okay. mm, mm. Where he <laughs> is, where he is, there isn't like, if he wants to sit outside and go to restaurants or if he wants to, Mark doesn't go shopping, but if he wanted to go shopping or if he wanted to do anything, he can't do that. And, you know, his um, store is a vegan, his boyfriend. So he has to, he really goes into Manhattan only to eat if they wanted to eat, but they haven't been eating out of restaurants. So, yeah, so yeah, we have he more must, He must be ecstatic. But how, how, oh, so gosh, how, how often have you been, because you guys have a car so you can drive into the city. But yeah, how but I've ridden the train well over five times. 
Like, oh. get shit done. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, yeah, I haven't. And things. Yeah, like, I gotta do things. Like, I, I went yesterday into the city because I went to Nespresso and got my mom a machine on Sunday. Uh-huh. And I bought some, um, some pods for myself. And I got, they gave me the wrong thing. And mm-hmm. I was so pissed. And it turns out it wasn't the wrong thing. It just, the thing that I thought it was, it wasn't. Anywho. Um, I went back like yesterday. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't live with these. <laughs> it was also just a flavor that I don't like, which was yeah. why I did not wait. And they did an exchange for me, but yeah, like I'll get on the train for that. I need to. No, I understand. Went yeah. right back to the espresso. Then I had to go to Target. I feel like I've been to Target like a hundred times in the past week. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I had to go to Target. Um, I had to return a, a hand sanitizer that. That was recalled by the CDC. I had to go to Target, back to Target for that. So what? yeah, um, yeah, your girl been around. I've been traveling. Matter yeah. of fact, I got a facial tomorrow and uh-huh. a eyelash appointment on Thursday. Oh, gee, <laughs> see, see, yeah, and see, a pedicure. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I mean, you have some some special stuff coming up, but I, I'm not doing anything yeah. which isn't necessary. You know, like yeah, I wouldn't. If it wasn't for the wedding, I definitely would not be doing anything like getting my lashes done or getting yeah. These feet been towed down for months. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be nice to get a pedicure, but it also isn't necessary. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, had it not been for the wedding, I definitely would not have been going to get a pedicure. Definitely not getting lashes. Um, and probably not a facial, although, oh, I so badly needed one. So I'm actually really happy. And uh, I get to see my girl, Chelsea. Shout out to Chelsea at Skin Spa in the Fashion District. I'm so hyped. Um, that's good. Yeah, she gave me a facial one time. Oh, she's so good. I mean, yeah, she's she just had my skin looking like just so great for like a year straight. So I'm excited. I dermaflashed <laughs> this morning and everything. So I prepped oh. my skin for her. Get yep. it ready, girl. Hold up, that yeah, is that tomorrow? Peach fuzz off of there. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, we'll tomorrow. see. <laughs> yeah, but um, enough about me. Can we talk about this versus that happened? This versus, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so I will admit that mm-hmm. this actually the first versus that I have watched. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> the absolute first one. Um, mm-hmm. But it was so good. I mean, if it was going to be my first, it, it had to be Brandy and Monica. Yeah. And it was so good. I had to I had to tune out um, after the first hour, though, when they took that break. Because, uh-huh. you know, it's kind of long. Um, I didn't <laughs> know was, it was going to be like that long. Two yeah. two and a half hours. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, I couldn't stay on for that long. And 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 the fiance was just happy to that when I was watching, he was able to watch the basketball game, and I was distracted, so I didn't oh, care. Okay. Um, but then mm-hmm. he wanted to watch P Valley because we didn't watch it on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> so I so at the break was when I bowed out, and I know I must have missed so many good tunes, but I know folks was probably sick of me up in the comments because I had a comment every other minute. Oh, really? <laughs> I was all up in the comments. It seemed like it was just, it was one at one point when I was tuned in, 1.2 million people were tuned in, but it seemed like it yeah. was all celebrities. <laughs> yeah, all there were so many celebrities. Everyone in yes. was in there, like literally and, everybody. And I, so, listen, I watched it and I was like, sorry, what? Nah, I was like that background. It's like a motorcycle or something in the background. Sorry, y'all, but it's COVID. 
Yeah. But what we doing? No, yeah, I. It was crazy. I listened because I was like watching it. And then when you said that you, because I watched it on Apple Music, so I was watching it on my phone. And then um, when you mentioned that there were comments, because like, I, I think it was on Instagram Live, I switched it over to my computer so then I could see it on Instagram Live. So then I saw all the people that were in there. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, because we saw the Kamala Harris. And I didn't know that this was something that they were also sort of, while they were doing this, they were pushing people to vote as well. Because I was like, why is Kamala yeah. Harris there? And um, they had merchandise, which some proceeds would go to Michelle, one of Michelle Obama's initiatives. And she was in the chat room too. Everybody, and, yeah, Holly Berry. Yeah, chat room. People are just tuned in. They're yeah, just tuned in. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, I was like, you, you're very, you very much aged yourself. Chat room. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, chat age, room. sex, location. <laughs> yeah. <remember> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm telling you, everybody was tuned in. But can we also talk about Juicy J? I mean, was he being serious or was he really just high and drunk? Because he was just like plugging his stuff and he's like, I'm working on a song with Meg. I need Brandy and Monica on the hook. Then he was like, um, Shut up. I didn't there was know. someone else in the, who was it? It was like another singer or somebody. Oh, Erica Badu, I think. He was like, Oh, I want to clear some, some, some rights for some music with you two trying to. Working on something, wanted to to cop one of your joints. Like he was wowing. Oh my god! Are <laughs> you like, yes, I think someone said something like, "Yo, you high, bro?" And he was like, "Of course I'm high." What kind of question is that? Uh, and I'm like, "Yeah, but like high, like you're always high. But why are you bugging right now?" Oh like, my god! That is hilarious. <laughs> he was yeah, he was in there just saying a bunch of crazy stuff. Um, it, I was just like, okay, Juicy J, you, <laughs> Juicy oh, J. okay, <laughs> Juicy J can't. <laughs> best line, best line. Well, that's not the best line. The other one is that's a part of the best line. <laughs> so yeah, I. What are interrupting? What are you saying? And no, I was gonna say it was really good. Um, I'm not gonna say who who won, I just think it, it doesn't need to be said necessarily. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, why can't we just enjoy it? Like, they both have a dope-ass catalog. There's a yeah. reason why this was the most watched versus um, to date. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I would say the only way to follow this versus up, it would have to be something super epic. So mm-hmm. I came up with two. What was what would it be? Think about these. So I already told you the first one was Missy versus Missy because, uh-huh. <laughs> which is yes, please explain how this will work. Well, because Missy has um, a pretty large catalog of her own music, uh-huh. but he has also touched so many other people. Yeah, um, and I don't know if there's really anybody else out like anybody else out there like that who's who's done music long enough to. Um, do a versus mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean because there are a lot of producers that have touched everybody right like your Timberlands and your Pharrells and whatever yeah. but they don't have a huge catalog of their own music in the way that Missy does that's true I think yeah. Missy is legit she is legitimately the only person who has her own music just spread over like such a long period of time yeah. and and like hits like mm-hmm. freaking just like like chart topping yeah. freaking hits as well as she wrote and or produced all these chart topping hits for pretty much 
everybody else. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody. So you couldn't even have anybody try to go up against Missy except Missy herself. So maybe taking, like, her catalog and putting it up against the catalog of stuff that she did. So it'd be, like, playing Friendly Skies and mm -hmm. then playing... Um, What's the what's the song she did on uh oh Confessions for Destiny's mm -hmm. Child? You know, oh, what I mean? yeah, like yeah. Or or like um Crazy Feelings with his, mm -hmm. her song with Beyonce featured on it and then playing Confessions, something like that. That's, it would a, be that's so a good one. Yeah. It would yeah. be so dope. Just and cause come on, like everybody would just be so into it. Missy just just coming back and reminiscing and, and um re-exploring, rediscovering all these hits that she did, mm -hmm. or being like, yo, I didn't even know she wrote that song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the stuff that they're gonna dig up. Oh my God. That's and then and then they could do another Missy challenge. <laughs> what was oh like with the dancing? No. What do you mean another Missy were, challenge? When they were redoing all the songs. So you I guess it was like you could pretty much pick any song that Missy like wrote or sang or produced or touched or whatever. Mm -hmm. And people were singing, like these people were going in. This one oh, guy did, okay. I do know feelings, this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Did Beyonce's part. It was good. It was good. She was reposting them on her Instagram, but um it was good. And honestly, oh, just Missy's the freaking best, yo. Yeah, she is amazing. <laughs> she is amazing. And then the second one I came up with, bear with me now, hear me out. Okay. Mary J. Blige uh -huh. versus Mariah. Okay, let me hear you out. Now, listen, oh, I, I acknowledge that their music is very different, but very think different. about it. Uh -huh. Like, Mary is the, is the girl. Like, she's the G. Yeah. And nobody else in R&B is going to have a catalog that could even come close to fucking with her. Uh-huh. Like nobody. Like no one's gonna have that kind of longevity and them kind of hits. Um, except Mariah. <laughs> Mariah is also a G, just in her own lane. Yeah. Nobody else is gonna have as extensive as a catalog, as many freaking hits, except Mary. Yeah. Um, they're just in two different lanes. Yeah, so very people probably would never think to say Mary versus Mariah, but if we're talking like longevity and dopeness and um like just kind of being an originator in their lanes, uh -huh. they nobody else could go up against them except each other. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because I'm thinking Yeah, they've both been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like it's like Whitney Houston's not around anymore. It's like Mariah Carey's not gonna go, you know, it's different if you go into like a Celine Dion or something like that. Um yeah, possibly because Mariah has she's much more R and B than she was when she first came out. That would be interesting. Yeah, I mean Mariah, you know, she's very much across so many different genres. Um, their sounds are just very different, but very different. Yeah, I, I would be here for it. Yeah, <laughs> who? Yeah, that's interesting. I would be here for because someone said something that was uh, no, they were like, uh, oh my gosh, they said TLC. I heard that TLC was trying to do a versus against. I don't remember who it was. It was, and now I'm mad that I don't because I remember thinking about it. Like they couldn't do this. It was against like more of a Ooh, escape. Group. A escape or SWV, and I was like, that's not gonna oh, work. Well, SWV, SWV or Escape should do one against each other. Maybe or Escape should do one against like In Vogue or something. I was like, wait, why are you saying that like TLC wasn't a singing group? No, 
Well, because in a sense, that's what I'm saying. You know, I love TLC. Ooh, I love them. Shade. But I'm like, it just seems like, it, I, I, yeah, because if I'm thinking of TLC was not a singing group like Escape was, like Ed Vogue yeah, was, you know what I'm saying? It's not, I don't think that, that that's really the, the point of it. It's not really whether or not people thought your voice was comparable to this person's voice. It was just kind of like if you were kind of in that similar vein and then you went hit for hit. I think TLC versus um, SWV. See, okay, here's my thing with that. And uh, <laughs> bear me the dragation, guys. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think SWV has enough hits. Yes. And you know, I love me some SWV. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got Coco solo albums. But um, <laughs> I don't think, you know what I mean? As a group together, yeah. I don't think they have as many hits as TLC to go head to head. Neither do I think Ex- Escape does. I think TLC, eh, they, they're kind of, they're, they are a little bit in a different lane too. But yeah, um, yeah I think you just want to make it fair, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, you wanna you make, yeah. A group that, yeah, you like this group and yes, they're talented, but if you're being honest, you're like, do a bunch of people who should know their albums actually know their albums? Yeah. If the answer is no, then you can't pit them against a group like TLC that's very much a household name. Yeah, and TLC is like, TLC is the number one girl group in America. So, like, they like, They're a household than, name yeah. across genres. Yeah, like, the it's not only like other just girl the group. crowd. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. They're huge. The only other girl group who sold more than them is the Spice Girls. So, it's just like, oh, that's Lord. a big, big deal. That so, makes me they, sad. Maybe they, well, I think a part of it was that they came, yeah, I guess they were so big all over the, I don't know, yeah. It was a different time, too. But, uh, yeah. but maybe that, they could do SWV against Escape, or maybe they could, I would want In Vogue against Escape or something like that, or SWV against Escape or something. That would be interesting. But um, who knows? <laughs> it was someone I saw in the comments wrote, um, I mean, because they have, like, I've seen people doing, like, a Shanti versus Keisha Cole or, like, a Shanti versus Mia. And I'm like, what? Well, wait. Well, so, okay. You, girl, I didn't want to say anything negative. Don't even. So, <laughs> I may mention, I'm not going to say what he said because he's going to get dragged, but I said to Mia versus Deborah Cox. And oh, I was that like, that's a clearly a draw. I said, I don't want to hear verses. I want them to just sing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's just <laughs> just sing together. It's like just just sing your old tunes. Jump and on. And I was like, because that's a good pairing. Like yes. that's a that's a, a fair fight, right? There. That is a very fair fight. Yes, yes. beautiful like, powerhouse voices. Sang. Yes, Canadians, both Canadian. Yeah, that would oh, be they're, a good, both they're both Canadian. <laughs> yes, that would be uh, uh that would be a good that's that's a good one. That's a very good one. Yeah, yeah. Ashanti yeah. versus Mia. Who said that? Someone said that. Did this person ever listen to their either of their music? I I didn't. I laughed and I giggled when I saw it. I was like, "What?" And it was one of person who I think was one of the celebrities in the chat room. Was I mean? I'm sorry. I should stop saying in the chat room. Was watching the Instagram live <laughs> yeah. and they were commenting. So um, and they threw that out, and I was like, <laughs> "Maybe like a Shanti versus Harry Hilson or something." Yeah, yeah, you know? maybe. Yeah, because Ashanti was huge when she first came out. Ashanti was a big deal when she came out. So huge. Um, not huge. I think oh, when Ashanti <laughs> came out, okay, I would say when Ashanti came out, I don't think there was any other 
I'm trying to think when Shanti came out. She was a big deal with that foolish song. She was, she was popular. Then, yeah, she was popular. The Murder Inc. had carved themselves a little niche. Yeah, and she did all those songs yeah, with Ja Rule and all those things. So she was popular. Yeah, we'll say popular. I yeah. She was the girl for like a good hot second. Ashanti was the girl for a good hot second, I would say. It was never my sort of, um, it was never my thing really. But you know, she, I, she was everywhere for a while. She was everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And on that note, I'm going to leave that versus conversation right there. Okay, we'll leave it right there. We'll leave it right there. But yes, like I said, uh, <laughs> I think going back to that though, I didn't know because you know, I was texting you while I was watching it. I didn't, I expected them to sing their song. So I was just like, why are they listening? I don't know to why you song? Like, it's not like, a concert. Well, I knew it wasn't a concert. I knew that I assumed that they would play little snippets of their songs and then they would yes, sing like little did. snippets along with the music, yeah. you know, which they did. So I, I had no idea that I expected, honestly, it to be them playing the music and singing a little bit of the song and then moving. That, that's what I expected. Because I had never, you know, I had never watched the verses um, before. I also didn't know it was like two and a half hours. So, um, so I was like, I don't okay, know if the one. other ones have been that long because okay, I told you I haven't watched that once. So, um, <laughs> well, it, I mean, but again, too, right? The catalog, the the ex- like, how extensive is your catalog? Yeah, um, yeah. That's gonna that's gonna make a um, a big difference, I think, in how long it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this thing, I yeah. just want to say a quick rest in peace to Mr. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Black Panther himself, who passed away on uh, last Friday um, from colon cancer, which he had been battling for the past four years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we send our condolences to his family. It's really sad. Yeah, it's super, super sad. And just the fact that it, it speaks to his dedication and, and his resilience and strength because no one knew that, like, you know, I don't, I think the public did not know that that was going on. And this man was still working did black Panther while he was undergoing chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, you know, I've never, but I've heard it, it, it can be very hard on. No, body. I don't think he did black Panther when, um, when this was going on. I think um, he, he had done some other work. I don't, I think they had already filmed Black Panther at that point. I thought then they filmed he it was, was four years ago two thousand I mean maybe it was on the tail end because Black Panther came out in two thousand and eighteen so they probably filmed it in like two thousand and seventeen so I don't know when he started going through chemotherapy but if he had it for four years he got diagnosed in two thousand and sixteen so he might have been doing um, um, filming Black Panther while he was going through all of this stuff it seems like if he did it in two thousand seventeen he definitely knew what was going on you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to speculate about the time oh, frame. Oh, it says filming, like, filming began in the beginning of 2017. That's when um, they say that it began for the for the movie. Uh, so, yeah, but anyway, so I, I just can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah, it began in 2000, January of 2017. So, um, yeah, him having to do all of that stuff while going through chemo was just, that's, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, and um, he recently got married. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. So you know, just I think everybody just 
you know, sending love and light to his um to his wife. And if I'm not mistaken, they have a child. Oh, so, they do. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So, Gosh. yeah, <clears throat> it's sad. Yeah, um, it really is sad. Can I make a left turn? Of course. Complete left turn. And Niecy Nash got mad. Oh my gosh, yes. I told so, Jessica Betts. <laughs> okay, so do you know um, who she is? I mean, we, we'll talk about the surprise was that it was a woman, I think, for most right. people. Right, yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, let's, not, let's not gloss over that. that I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I was like, is, I said, is, someone, is this a joke? I was like, just not a joke in the sense of like, let's be funny, but I thought it was like, oh, she was in a role or something, or they was just, Maybe she was highlighting some gay LGBT issue. I wasn't sure. And I was like, is this for real? And it was. And I was very. Yeah. Then, no, it, it's for real. Um, yes. <laughs> I was just, just shocked because I'm like, didn't she just announce that she got a divorce? Earlier this year. Yeah. I think she so, just announced. So, yeah, I think everybody was just very surprised. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, girl. No, yeah. I think they got divorced last year, but like late last year. It was like yeah. winter, fall or so. Um, so, yeah. I mean, she's like a whole married. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think, too, I do know that, I mean, celebrities have usually, we don't know how long that, when that happened until we find yeah. out. So there is some time between that. But yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was like you came out. Your your fact that you got married to a woman was like, oh, we didn't even know she liked women or she was dating women or she yeah, it was it was like, damn. So right. who is she? Who is she? Is she a singer? Because I'm not familiar with this girl, but is she um, also and, an actor? And an actress, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, I was like, okay, girl, you go ahead and you find your happiness. Apparently, that. <laughs> I just because I'm just researching it now, and they're saying that this. The Nisi Na- the headline is Nisi Nash gets married to a woman who sang at her last wedding. I'm like, is that true? Oh. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm walking away. Nope. I'm done. Because that oh. is a juicy <laughs> Well, she looks phenomenal in that gown, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh, girl. Nikki Nash has been giving us body for a while. I'm like, yeah, she has. So good for her. <laughs> she happy. Good for her. Good for her. She's 50 years old. Good for DC. Good for DC. She's her 50 this year, yo. Yeah. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure everyone's wondering, like, is this why her, her husband broke up? And all uh-huh. this um, I don't know much business. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like, I agree. Yeah, my maybe business. maybe it's not. Like, yeah, we don't know, and until she's ready to say, eh, do any of us really truly care, or do we just want something to gossip about because it's COVID and we're bored? Yeah, <laughs> you yes. know, I think that's what it is. I think I think it's COVID and they're bored, and people like to be in everyone's business. You know, especially celebrities in the sense, and they like to know the juice. You know, so I think that's what it is. That's definitely what it is. Because it's like, we did, yeah. And this one's also like, just a, a little bit of a shocker. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, 
no one saw it coming. Or no one even thought about it. It was like, ah. And surprise. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> Listen, you better do your thing, girl. Yes, yes. Hey. I've always liked Niecy Nash, so. <laughs> and wait, is Niecy Nash who, who posted, um, she posted a photo of them and wrote plot twist and with a rainbow? <laughs> oh, I don't <laughs> know. Plot twist. Is that yes. what she is that what just that's what she did? <laughs> <laughs> so she knew what was up. She knew people were like, what? <laughs> and good for her keeping that uh I, I don't know why I'm so tickled by this, but you I, are. <laughs> I am. I am. I don't know, maybe it's because it's COVID and I'm bored. <laughs> and I wonder who was I'm there. It looked like they had quite a few guests. Oh, are you looking? I haven't seen any pictures from the wedding. I've just seen the one picture on her Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. One, uh, when on they were Instagram. coming down, like, yeah, when when announced Mrs. Carol and Denise Betts. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they you can't see the people. You can only see the officiant, but they're waving like there's folks there. <laughs> so <laughs> this is guests. I mean, listen, I'm all for it. You had that COVID wedding. You celebrate with your family and friends. You turn up. Go ahead. Oh yeah, and I think yeah, they had a cake and everything. And go ahead, girl. Yes, uh, yes, yes. You know what? (laughs) Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, girl. Hilarious, (laughs) hilarious. So um, I'm just I'm gonna move on because we're gonna be laughing about this for the whole rest of the show. Uh, But what's not funny Uh is. People out here wanting to uh, get pushed out of a freaking window talking about New York is over. Yeah. Um, so you sent me that article. Um, was it BuzzFeed? Or did I just... HuffPost. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. HuffPost. My bad. Um, from HuffPost. And it's funny because she starts out the article talking about um, the episode of Sex in the City um, with... Um, what's her name? Kristen... Oh, Kristen, uh, uh, the woman from Third Rock from the Sun. Um, <laughs> so you literally just did the same thing I did. Whoa. Um, it'll come to us. Um, but yeah, that episode of Sex in the City where she's complaining that New York is over. And then uh, she says, New York is so over. I'm so Kristen bored. Johnson. I die. Kristen, Kristen Johnson. Johnson. Yes. She's so bored she could die. And she falls out the window. And, <laughs> and I always thought that that was funny. But it was interesting to read that because this morning they were talking about New York real estate and, you, you know, New York being over and that whole notion, what it means. And yeah. What that means for real estate on the news this morning. And I was literally like, you know what, I'm going to go on Instagram. I'm going to post series of pictures, you know, of my city. And I'm going to say, um, if you if you go around saying New York is over, you better watch out. You might fall out of a window. So oh. when I saw that, she puts she starts her story with that. I'm like, see, yeah, we all understand it. Mm-hmm. You walk around talk about New York is over, your ass is gonna fall out of a freaking window. Watch yeah, yeah, um, it's just so so ridiculous though. It is like, to me. Yeah, the thing about it, it that makes me that annoys me. I mean, obvious for obvious reasons. Right, I'm a New Yorker, like an actual New Yorker, born mm-hmm. and raised in this city. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the 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 things about people saying New York is over is annoying because it's probably a bunch of people not from New York yeah. <laughs> who come here with an expectation 
for things to be a certain way. And oh my God, COVID. Mm -hmm. Like, really? It's a fucking pandemic. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure no city is the way that it used to be. No. But the thing that's the most insulting about it is New York is New York because of the people. Mm -hmm. Not because your restaurants are open or because these bars or whatever the hell it is that you wanted or expected from New York. Mm-hmm. New York is New York because the people like moved this city. Mm-hmm. So to say New York is over, it's just an insult to all the people and all these New Yorkers and all the people who care about the city that are still here, that are doing their best, given the limitations. And for all the people who think New York is over, great. So leave. Go back to Iowa. Go back to Ohio. And tell me how popping your city in, 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 in your home state is right now. When you mm-hmm. go back and tell me that it's more popping than New York. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't. I've read some of the articles. Josh brought this up like a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, because a lot of people are like, you know, <clears throat> leaving the cities for like the suburbs for like Jersey and Connecticut and even going to like Bob, Massachusetts and all these places. And a part of that is okay is during the pandemic. So I think what it is, and then I was reading different articles and people were like, well, it's untrue. They were like, some of these people saying these reports about it, this is happening all over the country, especially in, in cities and, and states where it was hard as hit. And then it's just like, well, listen, if you're looking at the numbers in a certain way, New Yorkers, there's always been people coming in and moving out of New York City. There's always chunks of people who like feel like, okay, well, I need more space or I can't afford it anymore. Let me go to right. space, let me go to a suburb and then I can get more space. They said that's always happening. So a part of it, you can look at like those people who were going to do that maybe in a year or so decided to do it now during the pandemic. So he's just like, there's all, there's all these other factors that you have to look at. And, and, and to your point too, what other city, major city hasn't been hit by this? And he's like, listen, people said this about New York when after 9-11. People said this about New York when it went through other, um, other difficult times. In New York, what did it do? It bounced back. So to your point, it is the people. And it's, they're what's going to keep it moving. And people are resilient. And they're going to come back. Even the fact that we're like restaurants are closed. But people are like, let's do outdoor seating, yo. <laughs> and then outdoor seating comes around. Mm-hmm. And People like, you know, keep your social distancing, like social distancing, but we still going to go to the parks. We still going to have our little get togethers in circles where we're just amongst each other. The parks be full, but people still, so, people just find a way because life has to go on. You know what I'm saying? It, right. Life yeah. has to go on. It's just to me, it's so despicable that like something really major um, and life threatening happens. And then people's concern is like, ooh, is this city not going to be as exciting as it once was? Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, can you let the people just kind of like take care of themselves? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, without you having to be worried about you being entertained? Mm-hmm. Like, because for someone to say New York is over following 9-11, it's just disgusting. Yeah. It's yeah. disgusting. It's just mm-hmm. like, do you not know what happened here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you unaware? Yeah. And then for that to be your concern, New York is over. What? New York is never gonna be over. New York is in a in a state of rebuilding yeah. after after like utter devastation mm-hmm. that just like COVID affected everybody in the country. Yeah. But like your concern is whether or not New York is gonna be as popping for all you idiots that wanna move here from freaking Idaho. Go yeah. fuck yourself. And want to <laughs> go back yeah. to Idaho. Like, 
You've got to be kidding me. I and see you know what? what? You guys are the first ones to freaking flee when shit gets tough, mm-hmm. which is exactly why no one cares about yeah. you. That's exactly why New Yorkers are the way we are when you move here. <laughs> because New Yorkers are resilient. Yeah. Because we grew up in a city like New York. <laughs> and we yeah. understand that everything isn't going to be fun all the time. All the Matter time. of fact, for, for folks like me <laughs> that like grew up in the hood, it's going to not be fun a lot of the time. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not to say life is sad, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. not being able to go out and eat at a restaurant or do certain things or be entertained in certain ways. That's normal for a lot of people who live yeah. here. So and those are privileges. Care. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's privilege. That's exactly what it is. So it's like if you, from your little snide, little privileged ass mouth, want to talk about, oh, how done New York is and all this, you need to shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you had the privilege to, and she was talking about this in the article, like you even had the privilege to relocate when yeah. all of this went down. That's a privilege um, in another club. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's different from the people who were like, okay, well, I lost my job or I've been mm-hmm. furloughed and I can no longer afford to live in this city and I have to leave. Yeah. And that's unfortunate mm-hmm. because, yeah, it's it's one of the most unaffordable places to live for yeah. people who live here. Yeah. So I can imagine for somebody who's like, okay, I'm living paycheck to paycheck and I have an apartment in Chelsea and I'm furloughed. Like, yeah, you're going to have to leave. Yeah. Can't yeah. say unless you move to like Queens where it's a train desert. Yeah. And live yeah. off your savings. <laughs> if you have savings. Yeah, if you, have, if you savings. have savings, like, you know, when people talk of the, you know, 30% of your income going towards like rent or housing or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, in New York, it's probably higher for a lot of people. And it's that's significant. That's significant. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm mad that. Uh, New York isn't over enough. Please. <laughs> I wish these vents would go down. Yeah, so I'm I vegan. think we are. I've been on Street Easy. Uh-huh. It's still not affordable out there. No. I've been looking no. at Jersey City again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw one of the places that you sent me it was really, really nice. It was yeah. really nice. Yeah. I mean, because you're not the only, because I've heard, you know, even some of our friends or some people, you know, who I know, like through Josh or whatever, a lot of them are like looking into other places just because New York is just expensive. And I think it speaks to the fact, like I said before, they were thinking about getting out before, but mm-hmm. then now they're just like with the pandemic, they're just like, okay, well, maybe I want to get out because I want to have more space now. If I'm going to be working from home, if I have like kids, like I was reading a part of the article that there was a family who had already, already was looking at Jersey, but they're like, okay, now we're both working from home. We have two kids who are also home. We're all home together all the damn time. It's like, we oh, need geez. more space. We're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's get more space. So that is what sort of prompted them to just do their move right away instead of waiting like they originally planned. So right. I think that's happening to a lot of people. And and, right. and it, it's interesting because I was thinking about, you know, while I've been having this conversation about New York being over, I'm like, even if people leave, I'm like, there's millions, millions of people in New York who can't do that or who don't because this yep. is their, or they didn't even want to because this is their home. You know what I'm saying? They were, like you saying, you were born and bred here. And I'm pretty sure there's some people who were born and bred here who like, this is my home. I still love New York. You know what I'm saying? This is what it's not. I'm not. Everything for me is not about what club is open 
or, you know, what store, what new release is going to happen over in Manhattan. That's not what it is for everyone. Mm -hmm. So it's just, also, Josh had a really interesting question um, about, like, how many people do we know, we were thinking about in our groups of friends, how many people are native New Yorkers, like, who were born and bred here? And I had a little bit more than he did, but the majority of my friends and the majority of the people that I know are not born and bred in New York. And he was right. like, ask Shawa, does she, does she? And I was like, well, outside of her family, I wonder how many people do you know? Like how many people are in your friends group? Are yeah, that's different for York? me. Cause yeah, I'm going to definitely have more than you guys. Of course. I'm yeah. You're from <laughs> here. I'm yeah. From here, so, you know, I yeah. Know <laughs> yeah. I was like, cause he was like, well, how, he wasn't sure how many of the people, um, how many of people who lived in New York city were born and bred. And I'm like, well, we don't have the numbers, but I'm pretty sure I would assume that it's more than the people, um, it's higher than the number of people who are not born and bred in New York. Because I'm like, there's there's boroughs and places that people don't even go to. Staten, I, that's what I'm going to say. I was about to say, you don't move here. You don't move to New York City, but I'm going to live in Staten Island. Staten Island. <laughs> Shout out to Staten Island. <laughs> We've just been talking about places. I've been just putting down places all night. Listen, uh, but yeah, but so I'm like, I, I have to look up that number because I'd be interested to know, you know, what is the, the number of people who live in New York are actually born and bred here versus the, you know, people like me who, you know, have been living here for a while, but Tra- I'm not a native. What? Transplants. Yeah, transplants. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't, yeah, because Josh was like, you're a New Yorker. It's like, I'm not a New Yorker. It's like, there's something, I was like, I don't consider yeah. myself a New Yorker, and no. I don't want to call myself a New Yorker. It's like, I'm not. I'm not from here. There are things, there's experiences that I've never had, and it was like, I'm from Boston. I'm from Alabama, Boston by way of Alabama. I'm totally fine with claiming that. It's like, that's not yeah. my, yeah, it's, it, it, is it, because people, you know, sex in the city, you live here for 10 years, and then you're in New Yorker. It's like, no, I don't it's know. not true. It's yeah. not true. It's more than just how long you've lived here. Yeah. Like, th- for example, the other day, you had a, a whole drag out, knockdown fight with the train. Mm-hmm. But a New Yorker know how to bob and weave with that train system. Yeah. Ten steps ahead on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Ah, you're not getting me four and five train. You're not <laughs> running that Atlantic. I am aware of this. I don't need nothing to tell me that. I'm not even going to do it. Yeah. And that's how a New Yorker would think. Um, and that's not to say anything bad about anybody who's not. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's um, different. It's different. It's, it definitely is different. You could not be from here and become a New Yorker, but it just takes certain elements to to be at that point, I think, mm-hmm. and to call yourself a New Yorker. And if you you know, you know if you don't feel like you're a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, because every, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I don't think I feel like I'm a New Yorker. Like, I have no problem. You know what I'm saying? I have no problem with that. It's just like, I think to me, too, there is something to be said, I think, for being here. Because sometimes you can have the attitude. Some people come across like they may be a New York because there's so many different people, different types of people. But I do think for me, it's just like, I, I, I feel like when the people who tell me they're from New York and they're born and bred here, they seem to have a different feeling. They, there's a difference about them than the people who are, who are not. But because I who have moved, because I also think to me a part of what makes New York great too is not just the people who are born and bred, are also the people who are transplants. They influence New York as well, without a doubt. So it's just like, well, all all of that is New York City, because you know there's so many people who are coming here and trying to make it in New York City as well. So all of that plays into me what New York is. 
So you can't have one without the other. Yeah, I mean, we need panhandlers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need... We need interesting uh, interactions on the subway. Yeah, yeah. We need some entertainment on the train now. Yeah, it's like all it can't all be showtime. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. That that's what makes New York <laughs> wonderful because it's the native New Yorkers are also just these people from everywhere. I think that that's a part of the charm and the lure, definitely for me. So, uh, but it's, it's so stupid. <laughs> Listen, the thought of New York ever being over is just silly. Um, yeah. The fact that it would ever even come out of someone's mouth is just silly. Because if New York is over, then that means the rest of the country been over. Yeah. New York, so yeah, they're just, going. yeah. Unless it's just that your expectations of everywhere else is just so low that mm-hmm. you can bear it if you live in Wisconsin. Oh, or God. you move back to Montana, you're like, well, I don't expect anything to happen in Madison. But when you come to New York City, you just, you're on 100 and you just expect to be entertained mm-hmm. at all times. I'm like, that's all right. The crime is the crime is doing, uh, is pretty steady right now. So if you want to be entertained, just be at the wrong place at the wrong time. And it'll feel so like New York once again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Yes, yes. Let's wrap it up, darling. Wrap it up. If you like this episode of Black Hipster and you think that New York will never be over. Never. You are one of our people. So make sure you continue to tune in. Subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) We're everywhere you're listening to your podcast. Yes, yes. iTunes, Podbean. Um, uh, Spotify. Let's not mm-hmm. Spotify. Um, also, feel free to shoot us an email. Um, we would love to actually hear what people think about this notion that New York is over. Mm-hmm. And by we would like to hear what you think, we mean we would like to hear how you agree with us. Yes. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, we really do want to hear what you genuinely think. Uh, email us at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us at Black Hipster Podcast on Instagram. You mm-hmm. can also follow me on Instagram at the Shawa Evans. That's T H E E Shawa Evans. Yeah. Where you at, Boo? Follow me at Standard W. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and that's all the handles. I'm pretty much done for the night. I'm about to go and eat my dinner that I got from a local New York restaurant. All right, girl. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy that dinner. I'm about to. It looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week. Oh, what? Yeah, and for next week. Oh yes, yes. Stanley, you got you got something you want to tell our listeners? Yes. Well, you're you will be away on your um, honeymoon or whatever. You know, your wedding is coming up soon, so you will be away next week. So I will be hosting the episode with a lovely guest that we um, will have. We'll be talking about some exciting things. So look forward to that. Yes, and then after we got to that, darling, you will be back. <laughs> All right now. <laughs> Until then. Bye. Bye.